Welcome to the Empty Arena Podcast. I'm John. We have Andrew, Nick, and Chris. And today hey, we're going hey. to hey, and today we're going to be talking about TLC, tender loving care. Nope, tables under chair. Loving and caring. Tis the season for TLC. Tables, ladders, and chairs. That's what you can find in my dad's garage. <laughs> yeah. I gotta say, guys, I'm very disappointed. You know, this year and, and last year because uh, they they left out stairs. Remember when they had tables, oh. ladders, chairs, and stairs? Oh, I do. I do remember that. That was such a come awful, on. Awful those idea. those two stair those two steel steps placements. That, that made the whole that difference. Was, uh, that was, I think, Big Show and Eric Rowan. Yeah. Yeah. We're in a match. Wow, you actually what remember that. What a waste that. of time. Yup. That was one of my favorite matches. Yeah. It was, I, I honestly, <laughs> well, I will I say. I very sorry for you. It was the best chairs, uh, it was the best stairs match I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> God, I'm pretty sure it's the only one you've ever seen. <gasps> so, let's get into it. Yeah. So, what so do we want to start that card? T-L-C. All right, so uh, so the first match on uh, TLC uh, is actually going to be the Fabulous Truth and Mahalisha. Ooh, this is the finals for, for the, the mixed match. mixed match challenge. I've got to say, I wasn't a fan of the mixed match challenge this season. Really? I'm not a fan of it, I, no. Because I know you were you, you liked it last year. You actually were a uh, an avid watcher. I was a big yeah, I was a big supporter of it, but but they changed up. It wasn't just. Uh, it wasn't a like single elimination format anymore, and they brought it into the show too much. I thought they should have kind of left it out. It was cool, its own thing. Mm. Now, did they actually do it last year, or or was it last yeah. season? Uh, I, I thought it was more over the summer, right? It was, it was summer-ish. Oh, yeah. summer-ish, yeah, I yeah. couldn't tell you. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think it was a year ago. But yeah, no, the, it was. Yeah, it was like. Yeah, but uh, but the stipulation for this match is that uh, each member of the winning team will be the thirtieth entrant in the, of the respective Royal Rumble match. Um, oh, no, that's, that's cool. Yeah, that, no, that is very that, cool. That's I an like. interesting little right. wrinkle. Yeah. So I, I have a feeling it's not going to be our truth and Carmella. <laughs> well, why not? Well, <sighs> dance break. Uh, yeah, I don't see that happening. Being, being the I love the dance break. You know, we know. I love the dance break. You know, I love to watch Carmella dance. <laughs> I think a lot of people do. You know, what would be funny if, um, let's say, if um, Gender and Alicia win, but when number thirty buzzes, our <laughs> truth still comes out at the rumble. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody, everything stops. Everybody looks at him, and he gets on the microphone, and they look at him, and be like, "Oh, I ain't supposed to be here." And he goes, <laughs> "That'd be pretty funny." But um, yeah, you know, um, yeah, this year the mismatch challenge was a little uh, uh, dry, a little bumpy on the road because a lot of people got switched oh, right, around. Nick, you were saying this yesterday yeah, or yeah. two days ago. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people had to get switched out last minute. Right. So it was kind of hard to really get into and follow consistently. Who, who was switched out? Uh, Finn Balor was switched out with uh, Apollo Creed. Apollo, is that, Apollo, is that, a, yes, Apollo is that a legitimate injury? I think he's... I think, I think he's, he had some kind of illness, but yeah. he'll be okay for Sunday. Oh. But AJ All got right. swapped out. Strowman, of course. But yeah. Was swapped out. Yeah, there was, oh, wow. a, there was a couple right. different swaps. And I hear that the winning team is also going to get uh, a, an all-expenses paid vacation. Each person. Which is bananas. I don't understand <laughs> how <laughs> that works. Yeah, because they can't For afford it at all. all. Yeah. <laughs> all-expenses paid trip to New York. <laughs> Stay in the they should, they should build. See, now, if they were smart, I would say that they should build an angle off of that. Where you know the winning team, like you know Jinder and Alicia, both go on vacation, add some humor to their character. That would add like a like, that would be a funny oh, backstage segment. That. Yeah, I'd go on vacation with Carmella or Arthur. No, any day yeah. of the week. Yeah, I would go with Arthur. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> He's probably a who. So who do we think is going over? In that, I think it's going to be Jinder Mayhall. Jinder Mayhall. Jinder yes, Mayhall. Mayhall. Yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be uh, Mahalisha. Okay, and who are they fighting? Sorry. Fabulous Truth. Oh man, I really hope they win. All right. I just, I just think it would be yeah, funny. Chris, you have to be very specific when you say they. <laughs> <laughs> Who's no, they? I'm talking about the Fabulous Truth. My bad. Okay. I'm gonna pick the Fabulous Truth too. I'm gonna have. Yeah. The why not? I'm gonna have some fun, guys. Well, if they win and they come in both as the 30th entrance in their own matches in the in the Rumble matches, I, I don't know. I, I don't see any. R-Truth, R-Truth can't win. You guys have to remember one thing. You guys are forgetting one very important thing. Shanti. <laughs> Shanti. Fickle. Fickle. Okay. Fickle. Um, another match is uh, Rollins and Ambrose. 
Ooh. Now, did we want to talk about the build-up to this? Or do we want to... Yeah, I think last week we yeah. kind of aired our grievances about the build-up. But, um, yeah, I guess now we're at a point where the match is going to take place. And, um, again, probably the same sentiment everybody else has in this group is that I wish it was like an actual stipulation match. This is going to just be a regular match as far as I understand. Right. Yeah. It's. Well, yeah. Um, well, no, no. I think it's a it's a it's a ladder match. It's a t- TLC match. No, no it's, it's a, nope. no. They had that on Raw, the ladder match, uh, for the Intercontinental title, but it was with uh, Corbin, and there was a whole build up just on Raw, which was actually pretty good. I thought the match on Raw was awesome. Yeah. It was yeah, a yeah, high, high Corbin, Raw. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, a good end to the show. Right. Sure. It was a great end, and I, I just hope since they did a ladders match for the Intercontinental title on Raw. I just hope to God that is not better than the entire TLC <laughs> pay-per-view. People will be very underwhelmed. It's it's possible. It's very possible. Yeah. I mean, we've seen this so many times. We've yeah. seen great matches on Raw or SmackDown that outshine yeah. a, a pay-per-view to follow the next week. And, and a lot of what happened on Raw had to do with the, the ratings from the week prior. Um, yep. I was and, surprised uh, they yeah. acknowledged the ratings Yeah, and they acknowledged the it. Prior. And supposedly... Um, it wasn't a shoot, but supposedly McMahon was re- was feeding the lines to uh, to Rollins, and um, and Rollins basically said, "quote Under your leadership to Corbin, Monday Night Raw has sucked and has sucked because of you." <laughs> and right. he, uh, he called uh, Corbin's reign an abject failure. You know, <laughs> they're acknowledging, and I hope they decide to turn things around if they're acknowledging it. I, I hope so. If anything, they need. They probably need to get rid of the writing team for Raw. Just, or change it up. Or change it up, right. Or yeah. just do something. I mean, for like Rollins and Ambrose specifically, like that feud is going... Like, they don't need... They don't... That's the thing. They don't need a ladder or a table or, you know, uh, chairs or stairs or, you know, uh, cutting boards and spatulas. They are fine on their own. Yeah. So they're not going to waste... Not waste, but they're going to use the stipulations for another. Yeah, um, an, another feud that would. I, I that see would your need point. It. I see your point. It's 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 probably gonna. I think it might be the best match of the night. I know the TLC between the ladies will probably be very mm. good, but yeah. I, I think I think Rollins and Ambrose is going to be very good. I mean, it's I'm very biased. They're two of my favorite wrestlers right now, so it's tough for me to right. to say otherwise. Yeah. Well, I, I hope. I hope Rollins wins that one, uh, only based on the fact that I'm not a fan of Dean Ambrose's heel turn. Yeah, it's not. It's it's, it's, it's very weird. like yeah, it's very strange seeing it and the way that they're playing Roman Reigns' uh, you know leukemia into the whole storyline. I mean, yes, I, I'm sure Reigns you know gave them their their go ahead to oh, use yeah. that as a, as a point of you know contention between the two, but. I don't like Dean Ambrose. This is heel turn. That's all I have to say about that. It's, it's so weird seeing Dean like the timing of it was. Yeah. The timing he looks of it, like Bane. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah Bane. It's so weird. He has he has the Bane jacket. He came out in the with the Bane jacket and the gas mask last week. Well, I don't know if you guys saw. I don't know if you guys saw it before. Um, a couple hours before Raw yesterday on uh, Monday, oh, um, yeah. WWE published on uh, their social media a picture of Dean Ambrose as Bane. And they used a quote from The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, okay. So they're acknowledging it. So they're yeah. at least they're acknowledging that. Yeah. That's I guess that's what they're going for in terms of like uh, of a bane looks or personality wise. Right. Yeah. Vince McMahon is actually watching superhero movies. It's very evident. How about that? <laughs> Pretty ones at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's a shame because I think we all were talking about the heel turn itself when it happened it happened at the perfect moment they struck when nobody really was looking even when i wasn't looking and um but ever since then it just the way that they've gone about it i I agree with john i feel like it's just been too wordy you know too many props with gas masks and getting shots in your ass it's just like it's, it's so it, yeah i can't believe that was even a part of the story weird it's, it's weird you know two, two weeks ago you like you want to see like an aggressive violent unhinged dean ambrose like the side that you know make, make him the psycho that he's meant to be right you know yeah. that's why i think what people were anticipating but it's not it's like this really you know pretentious dean ambrose which is eh. right 
Yeah, I don't know. I would I would have almost yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, just my thought is it better be a really good match yeah. for all the time that they've spent dancing around and talking and building it up and building it up and I just hope that we're not or the WWE universe is not disappointed, which I'm fairly certain they'll put on a great match, but like I said, it better be worth it. Yeah. It better be worth it, like uh, like uh, last, uh, like on Monday's Raw with uh, Corbin and uh, Rollins. And speaking of Corbin, he has a. Uh, a I, I actually, before I jump into this, I think we could all agree that um, I, I think Seth Rollins is going to win on Sunday. See, I don't know. I really? think that Dean Ambrose is going to win. What makes you say that? I mean. What's the point? He turned heel. Like, he he yeah. turned heel. I think that they give it to him. I like, think they're trying to push him. I, yeah. I feel like there's scenarios where we say, like, oh, what was this push for if he won't go over? Yeah, that's true. And we say that, like, for other, you know, for other storylines and for other feuds. But there are times where they just won't, like, he will Personal well, never just get over. Do we do we have do we know if, if there's a time far, uh, time frame for Roman Reigns to come back? Do we know? No, I, don't think they I would say over a year. Okay. Yeah. Because if Ambrose wins a TLC, he holds the Intercontinental belt for a year or so. Reigns comes back, picks it up, and picks it up. Oh. I don't know. I mean, this might be, you know. This could be a program for future matches between the two of these guys, and they could trade, you know, title reigns for a bit. I don't yeah. know if yeah. you have to have him on for you know, almost, a whole I, year. I feel like I feel like Ambrose is going to go over because I think that now is the time to set a couple of things into motion. One being Rollins is very likely going to be the guy that takes the spot that Roman Reigns was supposed to have in terms of being the uh, Raw main eventer. I, I think it's going to be Rollins versus Lesnar at Mania. That's my initial guess. So there's that part of it. And also, um, Ambrose with the Intercontinental title, he's going to have to put somebody over next in line that I think that would deserve the IC belt. And I think Elias mm-hmm. is the first yeah. name that we brought up. You know, so, I mean, there's that that they might want to set in motion. I mean... Even mm-hmm. Finn Balor, for Christ's sakes. I mean, you know, he could, you know, use a, a run yeah. belt for once. You know, it's been so long, but um, I, I, I would, I would have rather seen maybe Rollins has an open challenge. Lashley, 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 <laughs> Lashley. Hey, there you go. It worked. <laughs> I would have, ra- I would have rather seen Ambrose cost Rollins the title. Have Lashley pick it up from Rollins and then have the Intercontinental belt in like that storyline between Elias, mm-hmm. Balor, Lashley, like leave it in that like upper mid card so now Seth and Dean could get to that main event spot. That would have been cool. Yeah, I, I would have been fine with that. Because Rollins doesn't need the IC belt and the IC belt needs Rollins. But he's made like it look that. good. He's like the face. He's like the... That's a good way of putting it. The... What Miz did for the IC belt, like Rollins is not necessarily doing that with the belt. He's making he's right. ma- he's making the belt look good, but he's the face that's making the belt look good. He's the right. face. The Miz was the heel that made it look good. Yeah. Um. Well, speaking of ladder matches and TLC matches and Baron Corbin and I- IC belt and I think I think this is a perfect segue into. Braun Strowman against Baron Corbin. Now, is, Braun, <laughs> is Strowman actually cleared to come back? I don't they're, know. They're keeping it hush hush, but right? I think I have he's a coming back. That he's going to show up. Because yeah. if any of you do follow him on social, on the social, I'm going to say, um, I, I follow him and I see him on Instagram stories and Facebook posts. He's still beat up. He still is looking, yeah, not not too hot. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know if there's gonna be a, like a last minute. I feel like change. it has to, yeah, because so if if Strowman wins, then he gets a universal title shot at the Royal Rumble. If, right. And Corbin is out of power. Right, and if Corbin wins, he becomes a full time GM. Full time GM. <laughs> so, but <laughs> how funny would it be if Kurt Angle came back and? Uh, and replace Strowman. <laughs> uh, there, there, there's going to be some some 
insanity with this match. This is not going yeah. to be like a normal, a normal. I mean, it's a TLC match, but it's not going to be a normal, predictable match. Like, oh, Strowman's going to come in and beat the shit out of Corbin, and Corbin's all the GM. Strowman gets a title shot. No, it's not going to happen like that. And I think we'll, we'll also have Heath Slater in this match too. I'm sure to be. Well, he's a special. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's definitely going to be. But is this match a TLC match? I, yes. I think it's just a regular match. Nope, no, it's a TLC match, which is kind of strange. But what's what's the... What is it, the contract is on the... You have to go up the ladder to get I, a contract? I don't think every TLC match necessarily has uh, anything yeah. hanging up. I, I think... Oh. I, I'm assuming this has to go by pinfall. Cause it's so a, weird. A, yeah. a, a tables match usually means that the loser gets put through a table... Right, you have to get put through a table in order to lose. Right, and out of all the matches, there's only one tables match on uh, on TLC. Um, right, there's three table TLC matches, and I think I'm pretty sure that has to go either pinfall or submission. Um, but the ladders match, of, ladders yeah. match usually has whatever's hanging over the ring, and a chairs match. I don't deem it what, like they have. <laughs> what What are you What are you guys thinking about Corbin's heel work as a GM? I think he, I think it's I think he's done well in his yeah. role as a heel GM. He, he blossomed. Yeah. No, yeah, he, he has yeah. gotten a lot better. He was he was painful the first couple of weeks, and even the last couple of weeks, he's not great, but I think that he owns his character as the heel GM really, really well. Nick, yeah. you alive? you have any uh, comments on this? Or... <laughs> no, no, no I'm, just, I'm just sitting back and listening. I mean, you know, Corbin could have been, you know, I think he was on a trajectory of being um, someone that they were going to do something with. I remember back when they when he won the money in the bank two years ago and, and uh, you know, he lost to cash in. But um, that tells me that at some point that they do have, I think Vince sees something in him. I don't know what, but I think this was just kind of a detour for him right now because they just didn't have anything for him. So, I mean, I don't know after this what he's going to do, but... I'm sure he'll still be in the picture in some way. I just don't know how. It's almost like Vince is like uh, giving him a bunch of internships, which facet of the company <laughs> he may excel at. It's almost like, yeah, an, yeah he was in the ring, <laughs> shaved his head, became somebody, you know, working behind the scenes as like an authority figure. Baron, I'm going to get you a 2019 summer internship. <laughs> no stipends. No stipends, no pay. But you got three. You got three semester credits. Yeah, but one would argue at full, at full with, cell university. <laughs> one would. One could argue that Vince is actually using him for something big right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Ha- he, having such a prominent role on the flagship show. Well, do we do we think time. do we think this is going to set it up sometime down the line for him versus Triple H? I think it might uh, set up something more between maybe. him and Angle. Okay. Yeah. Maybe at Mania you get like a like a team angle against team Corbin, and it's you know a way to put guys on the WrestleMania card that may not be on the card otherwise. Yeah, that's true. Okay, you could do that. So I have like a Survivor Series type. Match. There's there's two ways this goes. Either there's some like weird like he may come out and like Slater announces immediately. Oh, uh, Strowman's not here, so Corbin wins. And then maybe Strowman comes out like five seconds later, saying, "I, you know, I, I just got into the building, whatever." Uh, maybe he prevents Strowman from getting into the building, like he knows that he's healthy. And I, I think he, I think Slater is playing a heel ref, as I, as evidenced on Monday. Yeah, he is playing a heel ref now. What would be awesome, I think, and I, and this is something that like I feel like Raw and SmackDown have been missing as far as like a consistent storyline. But what if the, you start the show by saying, you know, by like. Corbin on the phone, hearing that Strowman is going to be there, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, wait! All right, we need security here." And like, like a theme throughout the show is that Strowman is coming. You just don't know when. Yeah, that's true. And then finally, you know, Corbin's out, and he like gets all his like cronies to like block Strowman from entering the ring or something. And he, cronies, huh? Cronies. <laughs> you know, like uh, I like the word goons. Goons is my. Goons, cronies, paisans. If you if you if if nobody knows what the word cronies is, it could sound like a like a foreign currency. It's the kroner. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> so do we think Corbin's keeping his job? 
let's just let's. I don't think he is. I think something's gonna happen. Braun is gonna come out and slam him and pin him really quick. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, what happens if Strowman doesn't make it back in time for Sunday? Um, Chris, are you dealing with ghosts at the moment? <laughs> Am I? <laughs> we heard a ghost in your presence. Who? My wife sneezing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe that's the ghost of Caroline. A ghost co- trying to come out of her body when she sneezes. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> she does. It goes right through me. <laughs> oh my god. Did, uh, you get, did you get the license plate number? <laughs> <laughs> hey, if anybody knows what that reference was, please email us <laughs> or tweet us. Uh, I think. <laughs> I think Corbin's keeping his job. I think he's going to use his power and, and finagle something. I don't yeah, know. This is I, a tough I, one to call, though, I think. I, I think that he... I think that he'll end up winning. But it's going to be shenanigans. You know, so, something tells me if they really wanted to throw a wrinkle in here, and here's my 30-second booking. I'll do three-minute booking later on, folks. Stay tuned. Uh, but Bray Wyatt, good segue. segue. (laughs) Bray Wyatt has been showing up at a lot of house shows and show and and different shows. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe what they could do is you could have Bray Wyatt be in Corbin's back pocket, or if you want to package him as someone that's just trying to, uh, get over by messing with the big guy, maybe he interferes in the match in some way. That's a good way to bring maybe, him back. You know, maybe Corbin... You might have something there. Maybe Corbin, uh, you know, is working with Bray, but he doesn't know, like, how, you know, how crazy Bray is, and Bray ends up, Bray ends up like, controlling all of Raw. <laughs> Mate, that's a great angle. I Sign me up. And that's, that's kind of like, a, I'll, I'll make a comic book reference here, but it's like, what what movie was it where... Like these gangsters worked with the Joker, and the Joker ended up like turning on them. Oh, Under the Red Hood, great movie. Oh yeah, great, great, great movie. Black Mask teamed up with the Joker, and then the Joker. I'm so happy you ended up... saw that movie because <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> I oh, well, Chris has seen it. Uh, I, I don't know. Under the Red Hood is incredible. Anyway, continue. Well, I think what's going to happen with uh, uh, Baron Corbin Dallas, uh, he's going to deliver Lilu to Cornelius and his apprentice uh, David. And he's going to reveal that Lilu is the fifth element. Oh my god. <laughs> what podcast is this again? <laughs> Guys, stay tuned. We're going to break down the fifth element after this. After the break. On Sunday, WWE Fifth Element. Presented by Slim Jim. <laughs> I thought Stridex was doing it this year. And Lugs. Lugs, Stridex. Stridex got me through high school. Oh my god. Yeah. My face smelled like an alcohol swab. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I, I think the Strowman Corbin match is gonna be hard to. It's, hard it's to a, I can't wait to watch it though. And this is actually yeah. I gotta say TLC is actually a pay per view I'm actually looking forward to sitting down and watching. Mm. So I'm gonna say yes, I agree with that. But um, I, I, I think I think Strowman's gonna win if he comes back. Nick, what do you think, Strowman or I Corbin? say Strowman as well if he shows up. Chris, you're think you're saying Strowman. I am thinking Corbin. I'm thinking based Corbin on too. outside interference. Mm. Corbin. Okay. I think Corbin the third. Okay. All right. <laughs> Speaking of bad impressions, Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a segue. Single hey, question for the Raw Women's Championship question Andrew you said Batman under the red hood I've, ne- I've actually never seen it where can I find it um anywhere you can buy DVDs or Blu-rays uh Walmart's five dollar bin <laughs> oh it's not on Netflix I'm talking oh it used to be on Netflix streaming. I watched it eight times on Netflix it's so good mm. alright never mind Netflix doesn't sponsor us it's uh Joker and Batman <laughs> and red hood it's amazing it's really good but you can't find it on the WWE network for nine ninety nine. <laughs> WWE right. don't sponsor uh, sponsors podcast either. <laughs> um, okay, so Rousey and Jax. Um, right. who, who do we think? I had a note about this. So I was taking some notes when I was watching Raw. And my note for this whole Nia Jax and 
uh, Rousey angle is hashtag facebreaker is is it's, it's just happening it's just happening and I don't know what to make of it <laughs> clearly Smackdown has the better uh, women's division but I feel like Raw is not predictable it's uh, Naya is I don't I don't like her as a heel no uh, this is I feel like they're just going through the motions of face versus heel we know what's going to happen um, I don't know I I, I I, don't I want to see Rousey win because yeah. it'll put her out. It'll put her over that she's powerful, that she can beat anybody on the roster. Yeah, hundred percent. I think yeah. she's going to win. I think she but should win. I don't yeah. know if she is going to win. I think she is hundred percent. And listen, I I don't know the all the nuances of how like you know the superstars are backstage, but Nia punched Becky, botched, broke Becky's face. And she's getting rewarded for it by coming up with this new gimmick of, you know, punching someone. I mean, listen, I... I am the face breaker. I think it may have been the best situation for Becky. Well, not the best situation, but her not facing Rousey I thought you were going to see the breast situation. It's the breast situation. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Explicit podcast, everyone. Talking about the chicken breast. Uh, KFC (laughs) doesn't sponsor us. Neither do Popeye's. You should look at the Kennedy fried chicken. Maybe they'll sponsor us. Oh my god. Oh my. But, but that means we have to go to a not so good neighborhood to Yikes. <laughs> it's worth it. <laughs> what do you like? Do you guys have any feelings towards this feud? I just. It's to me, it's just. Ha- it's like. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's very bland. I yeah, mean, it's not. I, yeah. it, Go ahead, Nick. No, I was just saying, I'll be very surprised if Rousey doesn't win. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, because, yeah, I'll be shocked. There's uh, no way you have them. Because it's just, you know, I don't know. I just, I feel like they're, you know, I feel like Mania 35 being in, well, technically New Jersey, but it is being promoted as New York City, metropolitan area, whatever. Point being, you know, they want to have Ronda Rousey in a marquee match with the belt, I would think. Um, so... I think she's gonna retain, and I think that uh, that was not me. <laughs> that was actually someone's trying to. Someone's trying to. That was sab- not. That was not. That sounded. Someone's trying to sabotage me here. Like, sorry, Nick. That was not. Far. That was. I I was literally holding my breath, and a little little too, too many came beans. Out. <laughs> um, a little uh, little too little too came little out too, there. <laughs> um, yeah, that's funny. But yeah, so she. Uh, well, that's a guess. I say. In short, Rhonda <laughs> Sorry, Nick. Sorry, no, Nick. that's fine. But please, okay. go ahead. So, uh, so I think we're... I think we're oh, I just farted. I, I, think, I think we're going to all agree that Rousey's going to win. Uh, just oh, be, yeah. I, I, I'm just saying that just based on the facts, Nia Jax is, Jax is not a, a good heel at all. If she was a face... It's so and, uncomfortable if, watching If it was switched around, I would say Jax would win. But in this case, it is not. I make the same face when I see my nephew go to like the, like jungle gym, like oh, <laughs> cringing, like oh, I'll do that, kid, please. Well, I mean, people legitimately hate Naya right now, so I guess they had to roll with it and yeah. really do what yeah, they could to generate heat because in this day and age, it's hard for these superstars to get organic heat because you know there aren't too many you know roster peop- roster uh, members that are able to get heat naturally like that like universal heat and she gets really seriously booed so you know, they're just gonna have to run with it for now yeah um yeah clearly the the, the hottest thing going right now is the women's division mm-hmm. on smackdown and speaking of women's division another match the triple threat match yeah let's get into this for sure i want to it's a triple threat tables ladders chairs match for the wwe smackdown women's championship featuring the man becky lynch versus the man's daughter charlotte flair and oscar (laughs) and oscar Oscar. this better close out the damn show if this does not close out the show it it's it has to it literally it has to close out the show Either this or Rollins and Ambrose is going to close out, but I, I think this will be a better See, close out. It's it's got to be this one because it's the the first ever women's TLC match. It's you know three wrestlers of this caliber. Oh my God, you have to close the show with this. Like this, I mean, 
like compare this to the Raw Women's Division storyline. There's no comparison. This is so much more engaging, no. so much more fun. Yeah. Absolutely. No, it's more personal. It's more it, personal. It's more personal. This, yeah. The Raw Women's Division, it seems like, you know, I'm I'm putting this match over just to just to do it because we got to sell tickets, but this one you have some feeling uh, in there, and this feud has been going on for a long, long time, and it's a and it's a yeah. nice little wrinkle with Oscar, and good for Oscar coming back out of obscurity. Remember, you know, a few weeks back, a few months back, she was doing those she promos or backstage yeah. work <laughs> with uh, uh, with Naomi. Uh, so good for her getting back into the spotlight. I was reading I somewhere. I, Go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. No, no, I just think that she would add a, a very nice new wrinkle that will make this feud even more interesting. You know, that's the second time you uh, use the word wrinkle. Maybe you should iron out your terminology. Yes, <laughs> John. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Is the... oh, boy. John's a good promo. I gotta say that. John's a good promo. That was very good. But yeah, she, you know, Asuka supposedly, um, according to a dirt sheet that was uh, posted online, that there's uh, speculation that the reason why Asuka got put back into this prominent spot is because Vince Vince noticed uh, a couple of weeks ago when Becky was doing that segment where she was walking around, you know, deliberating over who to pick as her replacement to face Rousey at Survivor Series when she was in front of Asuka, and Asuka got this huge reaction. Like Vince McMahon was like so surprise he was like wow i didn't think that you know people still cared about her meanwhile like yeah cause she's awesome yeah. <laughs> so she's, she's awesome she's, you know Asuka. so we'll see um i feel like this is the only opportunity to take the title off of becky lynch in a way that she does not look bad so she can yeah. go and win the rumble and face rousey at mania because one of these women has to go to raw <laughs> There is no way around it. They, yep. These women are too over to be on one show. Yeah. And I, I, I think it's I like if I was booking WWE and if I was in charge, I would need one of them on on Raw. Like any any of those women could help the women's division significantly. And I I have a feeling it's it's either. I think Oscar. I think Oscar will win this this triple threat match. Yeah, I think so too. Um, nobody ha- nobody will be pinned. Nobody looks bad necessarily. And then you have Becky and Charlotte. Maybe they go into a feud at the Rumble. Becky wins the Rumble. She faces Ronda Rousey to prove her point from months ago that she wasn't able to prove. So she can say like, "I'm going to Raw. I've done everything I have to do on SmackDown. I'm going to go to Raw." beat Ronda, you know, at WrestleMania on the biggest stage. And then Charlotte will stay on SmackDown and then she could feud with somebody else or she could feud with Asuka. They could have Asuka Charlotte round two. Yeah. Okay. That could be Charlotte's show. I mean, because, you know, SmackDown's eventually going to go to Fridays and uh, at some point, you know, they're going to have to have flag bearers for the brand and I think now they're going to try to start positioning people whoever it is for the men's and women's divisions for that. So there you go. I, I think, I, I think that all sounds really cool, Andrew. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's hard to determine like who will, I think, I think in any situation, um, or in any, any scenario, I think it's good. Yeah. Alrighty. But I have a feeling it's either going to be Becky or Oscar. And Becky, Becky just has this thing about her now. She just doesn't, she doesn't care what the audience thinks. She's just who she is, and it. She's playing an awesome heel, it, by the way. It, it, it's. Yeah, but I don't know if it's a heel. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. A, I think, a I think stone it's a cold face. I think it's like it's a stone cold style face. Yeah, no, she's the anti-hero. She just doesn't care, and, and that, she still yeah. gets a huge pop. Why are you talking like that, Chris? You sound so weird. What? <laughs> Chris, stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sorry. abusive. Sorry for to, to uh, all of our fans. We just watched this YouTube video right before uh, we got on the air. And if you need to look it up, it's called uh, Chris Stop. That's uh, abusive. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. That's why we're... I just want to give people backgrounds that reference. <laughs> so wait, so John, who do you think? Who's going over in this in this triple threat? Um, I'm going to say Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch? Yeah. 
the man. Ulich retains. Okay. Nick, yeah. What What are you thinking? I want to see Oscar win. I think that it would be awesome if she could uh, get the belt now and uh, you know have a little run with it. Hopefully, but that's just wishful thinking. I mean, I'll, I'll keep it as my prediction. Yas Queen. Um, Chris? You know, it's really tough to think that either Becky or Charlotte will not win this match just so, just by how over they both are. I don't know if you can afford to have them both lose this match. Mm, very true. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, I don't know. It's got to, I think it's going to be an incredible, incredible match. I think that Asuka wins it. I think Asuka wins it. Where, and to your point, Andrew, I think that's where you're going to find Becky Lynch going to Raw, finding her way to Raw, and then you start the whole program uh, with Ronda. Yeah. Yeah, I think Asuka, and we can get Danny's takes whenever he uh, decides to show up. But I think that'll be it. I think that match will end the show. It'll be a good match. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, there's also the Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles match. Ooh, a. Uh, Styles. Can I tell you how much <laughs> I hate Daniel Bryan? The new Daniel Bryan? The, the new, new Daniel, Daniel Bryan, Bryan is so annoying. <laughs> That's Well, I gotta say, I thought it was pretty cool to have him against Mustafa Ali on SmackDown. I don't know if yeah, you guys no, caught that, that match. Cool. That, was was, that was a great match. It was a cool idea, too. It's, I think it was a really smart way to get fans that are only interested in the mainstream product to notice 205 Live. Yeah, there was a, a post on Instagram that all of the 205 Live guys were sitting backstage uh, on SmackDown and watching uh, watching the match. Yeah, that's... Uh, I mean... Yeah, that's got to fire them up because yeah, they, they you know... I know we had. I think we had mentioned this on a previous episode, but the two hundred five live group, <clears throat> excuse me, they just they work their butts off and they put on great matches. And it's a shame that they are relegated to uh, uh, being only a snippet in terms of content on the network, and you know, not as many people statistically. I don't think are as into it as, as the other programs and, and you know, they're all fighting, you know, to to, you know, get noticed and, you know, earn their earn their keep. Um you know, so I think that when they see one of their own, if you will, uh getting onto one of the main shows and having a match with the WWE champion, it's pretty great. So Yeah. It's gotta motivate them. Yeah. Can you imagine that phone call home? Hey, I'm uh, wrestling the WWE champion tonight. <laughs> yeah, uh, they put on a they put on a great match. It was, was very, very good. Yeah, yeah good match. Um, it was almost a la like uh, John Cena against Kurt Angle. Yeah, very true. Type feel. I was a little annoyed because I was watching it and I noticed that at one point when they went to a commercial break, they did the. Um, the usual split screen where they showed you the live action on yeah, the left the side of the box, screen. Yeah, screen yeah. Ali had Brian on the top rope. He did that top rope um, reverse. Sin Cara used to do it. The, the first Sin Cara that used to botch all the time. Uh, botch Cara? Yeah, that move that he would grab the guy, like he would hold him almost like a rock bottom, but he would do a backflip off the top rope and he would like flip with the guy and slam him down. So he did that really cool move to Brian. And then Brian had him in the label lock. And I'm saying to myself, don't tell me he's going to tap out on a commercial break. <laughs> so so by the time they <laughs> come back. That's never That's never going to happen. That, that, reminded well, me, well that reminded me of WCW. Do you remember in WCW, Chris, when on Monday Nitro, they used to have a thing where we're going to go through a commercial break. But if the match concludes during the break, we will show you the replay when we come back. And that never, yep, ever happened. I remember it. Yep, I remember it. <laughs> so it reminded me of that. Hey, I was like, babe. I was like, oh, shoot, don't tell me they're going to actually end the match during the break. But they didn't. So. Keeping kayfabe alive. <laughs> uh, there's a, uh, so who are we saying in that match is going to win? You know, I think we're just going to keep going. Uh, yeah, Brian, I think Brian's going to yeah, uh, I think Brian's going to just okay. go over. 
Um, yeah, I think so too. I think we're ready for Styles to move on to another, another feud. Brian needs to move on to another feud. This this feud in general has been a little like quick. Uh, yeah, underwhelming. Quick, you know, quick. They when Brian came back from his injury and his like first match on SmackDown was like I think against AJ Styles or something. Like they made it a big deal for a while, but I, th- I think it's best for them, both of them to move. Right. Move on. It's like a yeah. It's like, it's like a tough breakup. Yeah. We just, just gotta move on. Yeah. Oh, they'll meet like, each like, other down the road. Mike, we should be moving on to the next match. Yeah, we real. There's like uh, there's yeah, a ton of matches. I'm actually there's 75 matches on this card. We got through <laughs> four of them. Uh, let's 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 be. Let's move on to uh, Finn Balor and Drew McIntyre. Finn Balor, Finn Balor and Drew McIntyre. In a in, in a good old singles match. This this uh, rivalry will educate uh, the common folk on how to perfect their Scottish and Irish accents. So hopefully <laughs> yeah. that's something I learned from this. And uh, um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say McIntyre. Yeah, yeah, gotta keep going with McIntyre. Yeah. He's, he's I, the best thing going on Raw. Are they actually going through a, a big feud? I, I don't think so. Right? Like I feel like this. Mm. Yeah, this know, is another underwhelming. Like you're rushed. right because this. The same thing is happening with Elias and Bobby Lashley. Right. They're just assuming that like everybody is, you know, against each. It's like uh it's 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 really Strowman, Balor, and Elias as like these three anti establishment right. faces against right. Drew uh and the crew. Drew and the crew. <laughs> Literally it's Drew and the crew. But uh but I feel like McIntyre had that whole thing with Ziggler and uh um and, uh, God, I can't. Who who those in the the, the, the three guys? Uh, <laughs> oh, Strowman. Strowman, right? It was uh, yeah, Ma- uh, McIntyre, yeah, Strowman. How, how that, that fizzled out, like yeah. yeah. But like now they're kind of all separate on their own ways, and I don't, I don't know. I, I I just feel like this Finn Balor Drew McIntyre thing just happened out out of nowhere. I, I, no, you're right. I feel like there's no there's really no beef between them, and it was yeah. kind of just contrived. Like yeah. Uh, and Balor was injured too. Balor hates. Corbin, Drew doesn't necessarily hate Balor, but now that they're supposed to be feuding with each other, it's like a schoolyard fight where it's like uh, you know you picked on my friend, and uh, you know <laughs> even though uh, you and I don't have a problem with each other, I'm just gonna. That's like if, I, if that's like if I had a feud with Joe V and I decided to fight Jerry instead. Yeah, you guys <laughs> that's a good, it's a really good example. <laughs> that's a very good example. Yeah, and Joe V, if you're listening to this. Monsignor Fowl, I'll meet you at the train station at two thirty after uh after the last period. <laughs> that that's hap- that happened to Monsignor Fowl. Mm-hmm. Not with me, because that was a good boy. Um, okay, speaking hey of now. speaking of good boys, special, special guest Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Spe- uh, speaking of uh, good boys, uh, there's also an Elias and Bobby Lashley match. I have no idea how that segued into that, but I just had to. Well, who, who do we think? Oh, we, I think I think we're all in agreement that Drew McIntyre yeah. went over and yeah. Finn Balor. He's just too tiny. Yeah. And Drew's yeah. gonna throw him through the through the roof. So Elias and Lashley is roof. <laughs> Elias and Lashley is a ladders match. However, hanging over the ladder is a guitar. Wait, I'm so, I, this is news to me. This I didn't know that this too. was the ladder match. Yeah, and this is the ladder yeah. match. And tell me that's not awesome that there's a guitar hanging over the ring. Whoever gets it gets to beat the crap out of the other guy with the guitar. Gets to use it. Yeah. But it's only one swing, though. No. It's only one well, I'm, I'm assuming that's what happens. How yeah. do you win? You have to crap, smash the guitar with the other guy, I guess. Smash the guitar. Uh, oh, I guess and um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if at this point Jeff Jarrett comes out. <laughs> I have never what? been so surprised at this moment right now that I, I just found... I, this is a ladder match. I had no idea. I've had, like, three surprise parties in my, in my life. <laughs> and this still was the most surprising moment in my life. Jeez. So that, that that goes to show you how good those parties were. <laughs> the guitars is okay. I now, Elias has to go over and Oh yeah, absolutely. Sure. It's his guitar, yeah. it's his gimmick. He's yeah. gotta do it. However, they are playing Lashley as the heel. So And he has Leo Rush that might run up the, yeah, run up the so, ladder and get it for him. So I, I might have to go Lashley at this one. Bobby Lashley. Sorry. As as much as I want to see Elias win. Because I want to walk with Elias, because that's what WWE stands oh, for. Oh, I think we all want to walk with Elias. Who wants to walk with Elias? I would. I, I think we're gonna have to go with Lashley on this one. 
You're going with, Nick, what are you, who are you going with? I'm going to go with Elias. Ooh. I'm going to go with Elias. Chris? Chris? I am also going to walk with Elias. Hell yeah. You and know, his gimmick, his gimmick, his guitar, he's got to win it. He's got to be in it to win it. John, I think uh, I think we may, we may be hitting you with a guitar next week. Ooh. If this uh, is not... Actually, I think Bobby Lashley is going to win. Oh, Danny, surprise <laughs> appearance. No, he's not here yet. <laughs> if he comes. Um, so, so it's uh, so far, right now it's a uh, three against one. Three against one. That's like, isn't that like a love song? Is it? I don't know. It's a Spice Girl oh, song. Oh, two become one. one. <laughs> two become one. <laughs> I have three sisters, I swear. <laughs> Did you guys like the uh, Elias and uh, Leo Rush match? There was an Elias Leo Rush match? Oh, yeah, there was. Yeah, was, was uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. him, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah I, was... I didn't realize it was Leo Rush. It did not look like him in his underwear and... Uh, no knee pads, no elbow pads. He looked like a creator wrestler from SmackDown. <laughs> he had, that wasn't yeah. finished. <laughs> he had the Ferris Bueller uh, vest on as his ring yeah. attire. That was his ring attire. Boop, 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 boop. Boop, okay, boop, well, all right. So, so I think the rest of these matches we can kind of touch on for a hot second, but I don't think we need to spend too much time on these. Um, Rey Mysterio, Randy Orton, chairs match. Who, who do you think is going over? Mysterio. Uh... I'm going to go with Mysterio. I'm going to agree with John. I think Mysterio is going over. I think... Uh, and I'm gonna call the 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 the, end, the finishing move. It's gonna be a six one nine with the chair to the face. Yep. And then yeah. the chair. The, yeah, I, I can see Mysterio winning this one. He's been yeah, off TV. Yeah, I, I could see him. I could see him winning too. But I I would like to see Randy Orton. I mean, I feel like everyone Win. loves Randy Orton. Everybody um, loves the the RKO. The what about Natalia and Ruby Riot tables match? I don't care for this feud. <laughs> I'm just gonna I, put it out there. It's it's it, it seems forced. It's very forced. I don't I don't know what you guys think, but the the throwing in of like Jim the Anvil is just they're trying to make this seem more important than it actually is. But yeah, it's just, no, exactly, it, it's really exactly what yeah. they're doing. Especially with the cardboard cutout that they used on Monday. Yeah, the, that, that was, was I think so it was weird. a fathead. It was a fathead, yeah. It was a fathead. They pasted it on a table. God rest Although, his soul. Yeah, God rest his soul. I don't. I don't mean this as disrespect to Jim the Anvil Neidhart, but I haven't even seen a breath of Hitman Hart fathead. But yet they actually found a Jim the Anvil <laughs> Neidhart fat fathead. Makes me wonder, you know. But anyway, Chris, go ahead. I wonder if I, Ruby is going to get put through this table. Yeah, I think that's what's going to end up happening. But I, I, I did want to remark about how um, improved Ruby Riot is with her mic skills. I still don't uh, like her mic skills. I, I, I think they need to be polished. I think they she need to. Cut, she cut a, one of the more decent promos I've ever seen her seen her do. Like it actually kept my attention for more than thirty seconds, and so, I didn't fast forward right through it. So you're saying the promo was. Out of her five promos she's ever done, <laughs> it was in the top five. It's a small sample size. One fifth. Four out of five dentists would agree. <laughs> I think I think Natalia will go over. It's uh, yeah. you know it's yeah, but yeah it's an emotional feud. I think that you have to have the face. Win yeah, they, I think they'll. I think they'll give it to Natalia. I mean, I think she's been through enough, and I think they want to maybe give her you know a nice little boost you know to give this win to her but yeah ruby ruby riot um i think uh, you know in a couple of years time we might be hearing a lot more from her because uh, she uh she has the tools to be very good she's a very good good worker you know she's got good personality uh and um you know so we'll, we'll see what happens i think i think i call my call for her is discount american page <laughs> <laughs> oh god with a shaved head. With a half-shaved head. Uh, I don't understand. I just don't get that haircut. Sorry. Skrillex. Yeah, Skrillex. Um, yeah, Skrillex. The, <laughs> all right, this next match. I think this, well, we have Buddy Murphy against Cedric Alexander. I think. I feel like. I feel like this is just copy and pasted over on Wikipedia. Just the same. Yeah. Buddy Murphy against Cedric Alexander. This is the for third the match title. between them. This is um, NXT's version. 
of uh, Cena versus Orton for the four hundredth time. Yeah, yeah two hundred five. Yeah, yeah, two hundred five. I think Buddy Murphy will keep it. Yeah, I think the title change is going to happen probably at Mania. If yeah. I had to guess, when maybe Mustafa to... Ali will take the title then. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Buddy Murph. I'm going to go with Buddy Love also. Yeah, Buddy Love. I'm going Buddy Love. Sherman. Cedric Alexander and Sherman Club. Cedric the Entertainer versus Buddy Love. Great match. Oh, that is match. It's the cleaner match. Alright. In the final match, the uh, triple threat tag match between uh, Zebar, the, the bar that's in French, uh, Kettle Black, uh, Thursday, <laughs> and Uso, and I mean uh, the bar. The new Thursday, day. the new day. <laughs> the new day and the Usos. Triple threat match. I, I think this should be interesting. Yeah, no, I am intrigued by this, yeah, this was, whole feud. I was watching the the rap battle this morning, and I yeah, I, mean, I know Nick may not have been a big fan of it, but I was looking at it and just saying to myself, these guys, these are just six dudes that are, or seven dudes that are just over. They are in like the prime of their career. They're they have like nothing to worry about. They have a spot in the card. They're like, they're like lifers for WWE. They are. It's like where the seven of us are lifers for the MTV Arena podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Although there's there not go. seven of us. <laughs> no, you're looking at hands down. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, no, at the end of the day, hands down, you are looking at the three best tag teams in WWE right now. And oh, all, absolutely. They're all working with one another, and it's like. But they're the only they're the only tag teams in WWE. It feels it. like it, yeah. yeah. Because then oh. you you watch Monday Night Raw and you want to slam your head against the wall. You yeah. say to yourself, "Why can't we have a tag team program that's like this?" You know, and and, and we yeah. don't. And everything is SmackDown heavy. It's top heavy on SmackDown. Tag team vision, you know. AOP. I mean, yeah, the closest we'll get is AOP, but AOP. They need time. Yeah, they need a lot of time. You know, I gotta say, with AOP and Drake Maverick, it looks like like when you have the two normal size G.I. Joe action, action figures <laughs> and you're playing with like the three inch size action figure and you're putting them all together because they're all wearing like the army, the fatigue, the the camo. Sorry, jumping back. Shades of Harlem Heat. The actual tag division on, on, on WWE. Uh, I, something tells me the... I think... <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. Well, you know, I think the Usos are going to get... So I don't know why I went. I I, I went a really high pitched voice. I think the yeah, Usos really are really high pitched Guido Stadown voice. <laughs> I think the Usos are gonna go uh, get away with it because I feel like the Bar has had their time with it. Yeah, they've I, it's getting stale. I don't really see them getting into other feuds. Like they're right, they're feuding right now with two of the biggest face tag teams on SmackDown. I feel like they should move away. And Usos take it, and they could feud with another. Maybe, like, maybe they feud with Sanity, or another tag team. Right. Um, now, I'm gonna disagree with Andrew, ooh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the, I'm gonna do the same voice. You know, uh, December 16th, it's gonna be at the SAP Center in San Jose. <laughs> Has nothing to do with what I'm gonna say, but. You sound like American uh, Bob Saget from American Video <laughs> when he would narrate a video. <laughs> Ow, kids! This really hurts. Look at this. It took me a while to get to that reference, but I think it landed. <laughs> I'm gonna go at the bar. They're gonna they're gonna defeat the New Day, as well as the Usos, because this is gonna be Sheamus's swan song. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think Sheamus. Swan song. Well, Sheamus is injured. No, not injured, but he's... He has chronic he had, back issues. He has chronic back, back issues. Yeah, um, he doesn't have long. Unfortunately, yeah. Which... <laughs> I was going to say chronic back issues. That sounds like... That sounds like Playboy magazine that has delivered. That's funny. Okay, John's uh, been drinking. I have not yet. Oh. Um, but I think the bar's going to win this one. Really? Yeah. You think they're gonna retain? Yeah. Nick, what do you think? I um, I think that the bar is gonna retain as well. I I think that this is uh. They're gonna try to I think, 
extend this, I think, even though I think it's ran its course between these three teams, I have a feeling that they're still going to want to push it. I, I think it's going to go all the way until the Rumble. So no one is down since day one-ish? I, I kind of think that I, I, I'm pulling for the Usos to win. I would like to see them win with a, uh, with a title reign. They've showed me a lot more uh, with their mic skills, their ring presence, their ability to carry a segment. That rap battle was, I mean, I'm no rap doctor, but... <laughs> You're no doctor of thugonomics. I am no doctor of thugonomics. Go see the old B in theaters. That was a really well done rap battle by them. I mean, that sounds super white. Oh, <laughs> uh, the, well, the, the, the whitest thing was, was Seamus doing the, uh, like, the vanilla ice impression. Oh, God, horrifying. So, speaking of carrying a segment, I think we could all agree in this case that, uh, well, at least three of us could agree that the bar's going to win. I Yeah. But I think TLC will, will be a good show. Uh, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. And speaking of carrying segments, do we want to go into our favorite new segment? Three-minute booking. Oh. This, all right, sure. And this week... Chris is going to be trying it out. Last Folks, week... get ready for a lot of creative license. I'm just going to make this thing up as I go along. You're you know all what? along for the ride. So just just to recap where, where we are, uh, the first um, the first three minute booking was Nick, and that was uh, TJP and Apollo Cruz mm-hmm. um, fighting at the Royal Rumble, I believe. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. The week after that, John uh, had Drew McIntyre and Elias, uh, a pretty pop, you know, pretty popular few. I think who would love to see that. And then ended a Survivor Series, I think, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, no, SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Okay. And then last week we had Kane and Shinsuke Nakamura <laughs> at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania. Kane comes down and says, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna defend America. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm the one to represent the United States. I'm gonna change my attire to red, white, and blue." As well as Knoxville. As well as Knoxville, uh, Tennessee. Um, but now, yeah, Chris, it's, it's your turn. So the you know, the rules are you have three minutes to book a feud between two wrestlers that are picked at random by two gentlemen here. And, uh, they, they and the third be, gentleman will pick a th- uh, third big poor pay-per-view. We're picking a big poor, big, a big poor pay-per-view. A big poor pay-per-view. <laughs> big poor pay-per-view. So who hasn't selected a pay-per-view yet? Me. John, all right. So Nick and I will pick two uh, two competitors, and Nick uh, and Chris, you will... Be kind if, if, you, if you want. We'll keep it to the main roster. Something interesting. Yeah, yeah we'll keep it to the keep main to the roster. Main yeah, yes, yes, yes. However, it can't be as bad as what uh, Andrew did last week, so... <laughs> Nothing will be as bad as that. <laughs> all right, oh God, so... I'm nervous, guys. I'm nervous. So uh, I'm going to pick the pay-per-view as Survivor Series. That's when it culminates. Survivor Series. Okay, so we have... Okay. Uh, my, uh, Nick, let me know when you're ready. I'm, I'm ready with my guy. I got my guy, too. Okay, Nick, on the count of three. Well, I'll do. I'll go first. Three, two, one. Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Okay. Three, two, one. Finn Balor. Ooh, I like that. Finn Balor. Good. Okay, and uh, now we're going to give Chris... How long are we giving him uh, to pick well, those up? Well, well, you, have, uh, you have 30 seconds to prep. Is that it? Oh, 30 seconds? Jeez. All right, 45 seconds. All right. One, one minute to internally prep, and then you have three <laughs> minutes. All right, pipe down. Okay, uh, while he's doing that, we have... Uh, Today in WWE history, in 1999, at WWF Armageddon, Triple H defeated Vince McMahon in a no disqualification match, Falls Count Anywhere match. This uh, culminated in uh, Triple H beating McMahon with a sledgehammer and became the first time him and Stephanie McMahon united. If Vince won, uh, Triple H, uh, H and Stephanie's marriage would be annulled. However, after the match, Stephanie turned on her father and joined Triple H. 2004, WWF Armageddon held Atlanta, Georgia, headlined by JBL, retained the WWE title against Taker, Booker T, and Eddie Guerrero in a fatal four-way match. Yikes. 
uh, the show was not well received by fans. Also, saw Kurt Angle defeat Santa Claus. In 2011, oh WWE held their very first Slammy Awards. The, some of the winners were Jim Ross dancing for Tell Me I Did Not See That. Holy Shit Moment of the Year was Big Show and Mark Henry collapsing in the ring. Pipe Bomb of the Year was CM Punk. Devolicious Moment of the Year was Kelly Kelly winning her first Divas title. OMG Moment of the Year was Triple H uh, Tombstone of the Undertaker at WrestleMania 27. Trending Star of the Year, Zack Ryder. Game Changer Moment of the Year was Dwayne Johnson challenging Cena at the WrestleMania main event the year in advance. Game List of the Year was Snooki and Superstar of the Year was CM Punk. Also in 1964, on December 12th, Sabu was born. Happy birthday. He was born 1801. <laughs> Alright, Chris. I think that was a minute. Thank you, John, for running down the... Oh, there's a ghost. We have ghosts. I, I think Chris sent his ghost here. That was not a I'm machine here. gun, folks. All right, Chris. You have three right. minutes on the clock. Well, I have 30 one, minutes? Have... You're given a half hour? You have 30, three minutes. You said, you said 30 minutes. Yeah, this is going to be intricate booking. All right, Chris. <laughs> every time a minute goes by, we will, we will, I will make a ding-type sound. All right. All right, wait, ready. Wait, wait, how does a ding sound? Ding. Okay, good. Is it a ding? Okay. All right. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Okay, so I have one sentence written in the time that you did that. Uh, <laughs> so this is going to be right off the cuff. So Finn Balor, being that he is a face now, and I think that they're going to try and push him toward being a more prominent feature on the show, probably – Shut up. <laughs> um, I think the angle here is that Finn Balor um, starts talking shit. Starts talking shit about Lesnar not being a fighting champion. Um, and as Seth Rollins was alluding to last week where uh, they were... Oh, someone's got bronchitis. Um, <laughs> what? We'll add tech. We'll so what, five, five seconds. What, what's... What Seth Rollins was alluding to uh, last week when uh, he was saying to Baron Corbin that Lesnar only shows up whenever he wants to. So I think that's going to be uh, the same angle. Uh, so I think where this feud starts, uh, let's say it starts, okay, let's say, it's, let's say it starts at Night of Champions, uh, being that he, uh, that's in September... Yeah, we'll say it starts in the Fight of Champions, uh, where Finn Balor um, is – this is awful. You know what? I'm changing this. Um, I think it's going to start at Hell in a Cell, where Finn Balor is going to somehow cost Lesnar the championship. I don't know um, who gets that title. That's not neither here nor there. Uh, but the next night on Raw uh, – Paul Heyman and Lesnar are up in arms about what this little pipsqueak, see, I'm going to do the big man, the David versus Goliath angle, uh, that pipsqueak did to me and how he stole my title, this, that, and the other thing. Finn Balor comes uh, out. And Ding. Is that is that two minutes? Two minutes, baby. Holy smokes. All right, I can finish this. Uh, so Finn Balor comes in, says, you That's know, she you want to be a fighting champion. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, Finn Balor, uh, <laughs> Finn Balor comes out and is uh, egging him on, really trying to poke the bear, uh, and gets him, uh, gets Lesnar to chase him to the back, where uh, Finn Balor puts a hurting on him with a, I don't know, we'll call it a steel pipe, and then runs him over with a car. Who the hell cares? What's <laughs> <laughs> well, escalated really quickly? Fucking, I can do whatever the hell I want. Danny always says he wants. Backstage stuff. I'm giving him backstage stuff. Uh, so finally, uh, I think that it's going to be Finn Balor against Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series. Um, let's call it an ambulance match. Why not? And there you go. There's my three minutes. Wow. All right. That made it three. <laughs> All right. You, you were a little bit over oh, three shit. minutes, but we stopped at three sixteen. And that's, <laughs> that's the bottom, the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. Uh, by the way, for those of you who asked, why did Chris say somebody has bronchitis? 
No, we do not have Sweet Brown in the, or in the studio. <laughs> However, I muted everybody on the mics because I had to cough. And I, stupid ass I was, I forgot to mute the cell phone. <laughs> so Chris heard me cough and nobody else in the iTunes podcast loving world heard me cough. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> I got so that, was a, that was a special moment between me and you, John. Aww. It's a special moment. Cool. Uh, so that is a god awful segment uh, because that is so nerve wracking. Oh boy. You have about 30 seconds to prepare this entire three minute thing. Um, yeah, this one, this is tough. Right. Yes, it is. Danny, you have your work cut out for you next week, my dude. Yep. And as uh, as tough as this sounds, I think we have to wrap up the show today. I know. It's, oh man! This is, this no, is, this is a long episode. A very long episode. There's there's twelve <laughs> matches to TLC. This is insane. Yeah, and um, you know, if you want, uh, go check out WWE's website for the top ten TLC matches of all time. Uh, some of them, including uh, I don't know why they have this as number nine, El Torito and Hornswoggle. That was actually a good match. God. Yeah, Edge and uh, Edge and Ric Flair. Team Hell No and Ryback versus The Shield, which is we were there for. Yeah, we were there for that one. Um, that was oh. awesome. uh, Cena and Edge. Uh, and rounding up the top three were CM Punk and Jeff Hardy, Edge and Undertaker on One Night Stand 2008, and, of course, the very original Edge and Christian, Dudley Boys, and the Hardys at WrestleMania 17. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's got to be number That's one. a good top ten list. Yes, it is. So, I. Uh, I think this is going to wrap the show. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, recipes, uh, stories, please uh, reach out to us on Twitter at Empty Arena Show. Check out Gmail at Empty Arena Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we have Facebook, social media, uh, Instagram. Um, if you, if you want to do a t- uh, your own three minute booking, reach out to us on any, any one of those and maybe we'll air it. Um, any other. Uh, any if you, you want to ask us questions, if you want to see, if you want to get our take as to how we book something, ask us. Ask us on any any one of the dank memes that we have on uh, on, <laughs> on our Instagram channel. And guys, I know there's like six thousand of you people listening. No, there's not. There's really like ten. Um, if if anybody else other than Joe V wants to reach out to us, you could. Don't be scared. <laughs> Joe V is cool. He reaches out to us. A lot, and, and and it's great because that 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 means we're reaching people, and and we want to we want to do that. Um, we're certainly reaching Joe. Yes, this hey, is Joe. Joe. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate Joe that. messages us. Be like Joe. <laughs> it was like very good. <laughs> um, please, 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 please review right, us on begging. iTunes. <laughs> review us on iTunes. Give us four stars, five stars, one star, whatever. We need. We we want to reach out to more people, and you know we think we could have a great show for this, um, and you know possibly get on the top. We want to be in the top two. Yeah. Top. Next to like the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Next to talk is Jericho. Um, again, thanks right. for listening, everybody. All right, guys. Have a good night and enjoy TLC. Later. Peace, Peace out, everybody. Later. Bye.